0: Welcome to the Elite Life with Trisha and Kylie. This is where we'll teach you how to develop grit, give yourself grace, and succeed in real estate. So let's dive in. Welcome, 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 friends, to this truly special episode of The Elite Life. I'm Trish, and with me as always is Kylie, and today our very special guest is someone we hold very near and dear to our hearts, and I'm pumped about it. (laughs) This is probably going to be the loudest episode that we have ever recorded, so if you um, are sitting close to your radio, maybe just click that seat back, just (laughs) a couple notches um uh we had women's history month in march so we kind of missed the boat on this one but um dude your house is haunted my house may be haunted this could be a thing it's only when we're in here it is it's okay stay on track it's fine the ghosty wants to be on the show Um, so we missed the boat on Women's History Month, but we wanted to bring you the inspirational story of a baby girl given up for adoption who grew up and overcame every single, every single hurdle thrown in her way as she married the love of her life, raised six plus children. I mean, you always had kids at your house. So many kids. So, um, and they were wonderful and crazy, right? Wonderful and crazy. Yeah. Wonderful and crazy. So... (laughs) A Pillar of Faith, our matriarch of our family, and everybody join us in welcoming Cherry Lou. Yay! (laughs) She goes by Grandma Cherry. Grandma. Granny.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think that covers it.
1: Yeah? (laughs) Say hi, Grandma. Hi there, everybody.
0: I'm so excited you're here with us.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm excited, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's all right lots of our guests that come on are scurred
0: <laughs> but you relax after a while because we're just sitting in conversation chit-chatting yeah, yeah yeah definitely chit-chatting that's what i do to the lights they're excited you're here yeah so we're super excited like we said cherry is our grandma and we've been wanting to get her on the show for what seems like forever and um now just seemed like the perfect time when women are getting a little bit of extra recognition and love for women's history month and mother's day coming up and you know let's be honest women far too infrequently get the spotlight. So we like to give them the spotlight here on our show and um, celebrate the gender who literally brings life in the world. (laughs) Right? (laughs) All right, I'm super excited. So let's just jump in. Um, Are you ready? I guess. Okay, so... And and when we were writing this um, outline, I realized that um, I've totally known you my whole life, but... (laughs) That's how grandmas were. Um, but yeah. I just I realized like there was a lot of things that like maybe like we haven't talked about or like learned from you. So my first question is, um, can you tell us a little bit about your childhood? Oh yeah, I've never heard about Grandma's childhood either. I don't feel like.
1: Not maybe a lot.
0: I, Maybe I did when I was little.:
1: From the beginning.: From the beginning.: Oh, what do you remember? What's your earliest remember, memory? Pretty much uh, far back is uh, about four and a half years old. Wow.
0: That's a long way back. It is. I don't remember four and a half years No. We have blocked it out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Obviously, your
0: four and a half was better than ours.
1: <laughs> well, uh, anyhow, I um, lived with alcoholic daddy after my mama died, and he remarried an alcoholic. Oof. And he happened to be stopped by the police because he had a bit too much to drink, but we were almost home. Mm-hmm. So he uh, kind of made her promise no drinking mm-hmm. while he was gone. So yes, well that didn't last too long. And I, as you say, I must have been as smart as I was then. I've lost it all now, but uh, you know, I, I knew. She picked that bottle up and started drinking. So the next day, I got my little dog, Sandy. He was a Cocker Spaniel. Mm-hmm. And we lived up in the middle of a peach orchard. I think it was a peach. And those old crookedy roads, you know, dirt roads and all those big boulders in them. But anyhow, uh, down I went. And I don't know if that was Milford Road. It it was what we call maybe 59 now. Mm -hmm. That I don't recollect. It was just a big road. Mm -hmm. And I'm walking along, walking along. Sandy's going with me, and all of a sudden, he's not going to go. After begging, I said, okay, then you go home. So I'm walking along. Wait, so you sent your puppy home? I sent my dog home. He wouldn't come any farther with me. Oh. And what was I going to do? I, I wasn't going to carry him. <laughs> I was too little. So here comes this. Um, uh, uh, oh, it was like a Model T of something. That's when you had him back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And he stopped. And he had two little boys in the back seat. And he said, where are you going? And I said, well, I'm going uh, into Milford to my daddy's friend's house. So he took me in, and I told I don't remember the name of the street, but I knew there was a drugstore there. Mm-hmm. And um, so when we got there, he gave me a nickel, and he said, you go get you an ice cream cone. That was back in the day, so you know how old I am, folks. <laughs> um. Uh. Anyhow, so I did, and up the street, the where it was, and I went to my daddy's friend's house. And when her husband came home, they waited. There were, uh, there was a policeman that lived next door to them, but he did, wasn't home from duty yet. And when he came home. Well, of course, they had me over there playing with the kids. I never played with kids. Never. Mm. Um, I used to be in the bars with my parents. Mm. Never knew anything else but a beer garden. Yeah. Oh. And I just remember one time they parked out at Walled Lake. And that was, I remember, underneath the roller coaster because they had me in there taking a nap. And from there, you know, then the story where I already told you went on. Mm-hmm. But I do recall that. So that's just basically the only places I ever went was home, the beer garden, and then that one time to the Wall Lake Park. Wow. And, um, of course I had my little, the little mm. dog Sandy. I remember one time before I left home, my daddy was coming home from work, walking up (coughs) through the orchard there, and I remember him stopping, and he said, my name was Shirley at that time, and he said, Shirley, don't move. I was standing by a tree, and (laughs) I I froze. Yeah. Well, he said, don't move. There's a snake right by you. So I froze, Mm. and he got me. My daddy saved me. I love me some daddy. And uh, his name was Perry. Mm. And Spore, that was my maiden name, Shirley Spore. And uh, anyhow... uh, getting back to where I went uh, to the, uh, his friend's house because he hadn't gotten out of jail yet. Mm-hmm. And um, so I played with those kids. And that's the first time I ever had lemonade. Aww. And then he took me to the uh, children's or- orphanage on Telegraph here. And uh, I remember him taking me. He was very nice, Mm -hmm. but he took me in there. And, oh, dear, I could hear all the echoes in that building Mm. of the kids turning over in their bunks. You know, it was all granite Mm -hmm. and uh, everything. Wow. So, but anyhow, I got left there, and they took me to my bunk. And from there on... I played with kids out in the back, you know, field and everything, and there was a big fence. We were all fenced in, and on the other side of that fence were the boys. Mm. So they separated us, you know, but still I was, you know, between four, I wasn't quite five yet. Wow. And um, uh, they had a, one year, they had a, um, a dollhouse out there to play in. Mm-hmm. Well, they shut it down and locked it up, and they had Christmas toys. Well, some kids went and got in there and was looking around. Well, don't you know, oh nosy me, I had to see what was going on. And they had left, and there I was. Oh. And here comes a big old matron, or whatever you call her. And um, she had a belt. She was going to whip me. And I remember so distinctly turning around and telling her, you're not going to whip me because I didn't do anything wrong. I just followed there. And she started coming, man, I I ran all the way to the very back by the railroad tracks mm-hmm. that crossed Telegraph before Dixie. And um, she couldn't run after me <laughs> fast enough. So I got, I eventually came in, mm-hmm. but I was so skinny. They were getting kind of worried about me because I was so skinny and I wasn't growing. But. When you got served meals, I don't know whether I'd have gotten a second bowl of cereal uh, or any extra helpings, but I never asked for one. Mm-hmm. So I, I was pretty skinny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, there was just various things that went on, you know. And you could always hear in the big bathrooms, go in, brush your teeth and whatnot. Uh, They had a playroom downstairs. Um, So when I was, excuse me, I was about, um, what is that, five and a half, Um, not quite six. Um, I was taken down to a room. Well, there was this lady there, and she called me over to sit on her lap and just talk to me and everything. And then, you know, I was left to go to play again. So I guess there were other kids in there, so... Evidently, she must have been looking, and she picked me. And um, so the next day, they called me in, and um, she told me she wanted to take me home with her. And that, so, well, you know, I don't know. Were you
0: happy to go? Do you remember?
1: I don't know. I just went along with the plan. I don't know. I don't <laughs> remember like, well, right, if I was here yeah. if I was static or not because you know I'd never done anything or been out in a car privately with anybody else. And um, so she took me directly down on Cass, uh, but I don't it where the old Packard agency was mm-hmm. uh, right. Behind it was the railroad track. It's still there, but it was right there uh, before you go under the bridge at Orchard Lake. Mm -hmm. My daddy sold Packard's. Anyhow, we went into his office, and um, uh, he was sitting there, and my mother... She adopted me. Your new mama. My new mama. Anyhow, and she said, "This is your," she said, "This is your daddy." And I walked right over to him and climbed up in his lap. And uh, that made his day, yeah. of course. I was adopted then. I was always daddy's girl, mm-hmm. cause from, remember, I was always daddy's girl. That clung to my daddy mm-hmm. when I was four that I remember, you know, mm-hmm. and um, so from there on, we lived at 13 Porter Street, right across from old the old high school, Pontiac High School, mm-hmm. and nice big two story house. Yeah, and um, I get scared at night <laughs> because <laughs> I'm sleeping by myself, and you could hear things. And that was the time. That the um, there was the kidnapping of um, oh Lord that child back because I was born in thirty eight was it the Limburg the Limburg the Limburg baby the Limburg child was kidnapped and it made me scared to death and through the the uh, blinds if I woke up or anything I would see the the tree limbs and scared me to death. Aww. They'd be moving, you know, mm-hmm. and sometimes I would wet the bed. Well, I did get in trouble for that, <laughs> but I learned sometimes not to. Like, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah. Do I do I take a whooping or do I get out of bed and maybe encounter that
1: monster that's it's outside? It's scary me? out there, man. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I was scared to death to get out of there. I just hung in the bed, but. Um, She was a school teacher.
0: Yeah,
1: she taught at McCarroll School, and um, uh, she uh, uh, she was my third grade teacher. Mm -hmm. Trust me, I did not was not a teacher's pet. (laughs) If I got caught back there before, you know, when class was just starting and wasn't in my seat, I was just like all the other kids. Mm -hmm. Come up. Put your hand out, and you got a whack or two on the hand. Oh. Yeah. Yes, you did back then, and um, so. But when I go home, I'd have school too. Yeah. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 oh, I never really liked school at all. But um, yeah, I went home and I was learning how to. I had to. Look at the clock and learn how to tell time, Yeah, you know. But I don't ever remember having to do it. I don't remember doing any house cleaning or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But my dad had property, like a double uh, lot out on... um, Walton Boulevard, just around the corner from Silver Lake Road, like four houses down. Mm-hmm. And he was the first uh, builder uh, to have a ranch home built in the county. Mm. Oakland wow. County. Yeah. And it was nice. <laughs> it was a nice home. So I, I lived at 2380 Walton Boulevard all my life. And growing up to high school, (laughs) and um, in junior, well, yeah, it was in junior high. I was at Waterford Township, but there was a big building over there for the ones just going into the high school. Well, like I said, I didn't like school. (laughs) Well, I started skipping because there was a horse barn right across Riding Stable. And I go over there and ride this beautiful horse called Copper. So I was out there riding with some other uh, kids and relaxed on him. You know, I wasn't afraid of him and some uh, boys. My ager, maybe a year older, came over and hung on the fence through a firecracker right under him. Well, he went one way, and I went that way, and tried to break my fall, and I broke my left wrist. Mm. My daddy wasn't happy with it. (laughs) So now we know where everybody got the rebellious
0: streak. It was from Grandma. Yes. And all this, this is so unexpected. I know all, all this, in My mind. All this time, I've been <laughs> blaming Papa this I whole know. time. Prim and proper Grandma who yes. taught us all the best manners on everything. And making
1: a bed with a ruler. I yeah. remember that.
0: And she was skipping school and I riding know.
1: horses. No. Uh oh. I did. What? Well, <laughs> well, I did I was in the eighth grade and skipping school to go across the street to be with that horse whoa
0: i totally would have done the same thing though i'm not even gonna lie That's the grandma in you now we're gonna say <laughs> oh that's the cherry Lou in you oh, listen 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 <laughs> we're gonna take a quick pause um because grandma needs more coffee because i didn't give her enough to begin with i want some more of this stuff that i found earlier so we're gonna hear from our sponsor and then come right back for some more amazing stories all right <laughs> Do you know more than 80%
1: of real estate agents fail and quit in their first year of business? MyStarsAcademy.com has set out to solve this problem by providing a convenient, expert-based training and coaching program for both agents and brokers. The Agent Accelerator program teaches agents everything they need to know to level up their business, have a constant flow of free leads, convert those leads into clients, and take those clients to the closing table and keep them coming back for more as repeat business. Our industry experts have years of proven success in the business and are here to share that gold through one-on-one coaching. This will help you achieve more structure and work-life balance. We will map you a plan you can follow, which will guide you through the steps to scale and grow in both your business and personal life. Don't be a statistic. Visit mystarsacademy.com and enroll today so you can get the success you deserve.
0: the best stories from our grandma, our Grammy, our grandma, our granny, (laughs) um, Grandma Cherry. Grandma Cherry. Uh, We're learning so many awesome things about you. We're very excited. So, uh... Our next question was, what was kind of your vision for your future when you were younger? You talked about, like, now we're in, the, like, the middle school time and the high school time. What did you want to be when you grew up? Did you want kids, not want kids? you want to fly planes? You liked horses, we found out. Tell us more.
1: Oh, I loved animals. always have. Um, <clears throat> what Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> In, in high school, you took an aptitude test. Mm-hmm. And it kind of lets you know what line of
0: uh, work you might work, be good at. Yeah,
1: work that I I might want feel like go into. Mm-hmm. Well, mine was music oh. or uh, me- uh, medicine. Well, that meant veterinarian. And so... I took Latin. Oh, what a trip that was. <laughs> I took Latin, too. I took Latin, too. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I struggled. I got through it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, then I was in high school in that. Um, uh, I think my favorite class, um, math wasn't bad, except when it comes to algebra. Mm -hmm. And this is up to my 84 years to this moment. Don't give me a story problem. (laughs) Put it out in front of me, and I'll do it for you. I cannot twist it around. That's what's the matter with my brain. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But anyhow, um, I like that. Um, And I had a... um, Oh, what do you call it? Oh, I can't remember the name of it. But you went in, you learned all all kinds of things about worms and and everything. Oh, and like biology. Biology. Bio- Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I liked biology. Hey, <laughs> I got up to tell them all about worms, and I just told them, you know, they just Each segment in a worm, you know, has their male and female, and that's how they would go. And I couldn't think of anything else. And I said, well, it's just a good, sexy worm. (laughs) (laughs) And so, but I did, and I was a heavy girl, always. I was fat. And, but I learned to come out of my shell. You see all these clicks in school? Well, I finally got tired of it. And I thought, I'm I, the feeling like I'm just as good as they are. Yeah. yeah. So I started, I'd just walk in the middle of them. <laughs> and I got accepted. There you go. You know? Shoot your shot, friends. Yeah. And I had the biggest crush on this football player. And anyhow, all the guys, I'd be in the different classes, and I'd come out of my shell. So they talked to me or teased me, and blah blah blah. They they liked me, you know, mm-hmm. uh, as far as a friend. Well, if anybody remembers how long the halls were in Waterford Township, mm-hmm. these guys would be at one end of the hall and I'd be at biology class down here and they would say hey moose <laughs> and but that was their love thing for me mm. I never took it as a and they always did that mm-hmm. and they talked to me and were so good friends with me mm-hmm. and that and uh But I did uh, join the GAA, Girls Athletic Association. Okay. Okay. So,
0: did you play field hockey?
1: No. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, we did. I did with a stick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, yes, I did. Um, I also um, played basketball and all the other things the girls do. But I played basketball. I was a guard. We played Clarkston mm-hmm. High School. I think we lost. I don't remember. I was a guard.
0: Yeah.
1: Of course, I was big, and I was fairly tall, 5'7". Mm-hmm. So it was like I could guard most of Yeah, pretty well. Nobody's getting around here, No. But I was not, you know, the best of that kind of stuff. But... Uh, <clears throat> Then, um, going up into high school, uh, I just um, I just just went about, and I happened. my girlfriend, she wanted me to go on this blind date. <laughs> Was this so. Aunt Grace? Huh? Who? Your girlfriend who? Oh, my, she's passed on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, she's lit a little bitty short, thing. <laughs> she was dating a Puerto Rican. <laughs> we know about them Puerto Ricans. <laughs> so um, I had the car, the use of the car at that time, and I said, while well, I was going over, I can't, I can't recall her name, but anyhow... Um, so went over there for the for the blind date. I did. <laughs> she didn't know it. My daddy didn't know it. I had to do it, and that was bad. I'm not recommending this to any of those kids sneak out. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> no I didn't have the car, out. and um, at that time, <laughs> and uh, so I went over there, and I went. Uh, uh, that's where I met my husband. Oh Aww. yeah, his name Salvador and uh <laughs> Puerto Ricans or something else. <laughs> 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 Anyhow, we went out to <laughs> <laughs> um Ted's on the old Ted's on Woodward. And that and of course he had his his arm around me and I'm and I'm scared to death. I'd never been on a date with a guy and <laughs> Uh, so I was scared to death, but anyhow, I had a sweater and my blouse. Well, he just, you know, was whatever, you know, and not to be malicious or or mm-hmm. to do anything. But he happened to unbutton my blouse by accident. <gasps> oh, he just, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean to do. That. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but it was buttoned up. You know, it mm-hmm. wasn't like I was unbuttoned down here. And uh, so that's where our dating started. And, so, uh, so Grandpa got fresh. Date one. Date one. Well, <laughs> he didn't mean to, girl. So,
0: so, so on that date, like, you guys were just having dinner and just, like, hanging out and stuff?
1: We were in the car. We had the, uh, the Ted's... Uh, I want it's not. Oh, they brought it
0: like roller skating out to your car, like you said. No, it wasn't
1: roller skating. Mm -hmm. No, they came out and brought it to the car. So we had our hamburgers or whatever, you Mm -hmm. know. And uh, then I went back uh, to her house and I came home. Mm -hmm. Well, after that, I would. Did you get in
0: trouble? Did you get caught?
1: Not yet.
0: Let the story continue. Uh, Okay, I'm sorry.
1: But I want to introduce him to my parents. Mm -hmm. Well, he worked out in the fields. Most of them that came from Puerto Rico in the 50s. He came in over here in the United States. He was 19, almost. He was 20. I think he just turned 20. And he worked on the farms in... um, uh, down by four mile, four mile road over in there, down towards the airport. Yeah, and every day picking tomatoes in the fields out in the sun. Well, he had a beautiful color, but he got more color mm-hmm. and more color from working. So he was pretty dark. Mm-hmm. And um, my, I he came to the house and I introduced him. My mom and dad were polite. And everything. So when he left, uh, they sat, sat down tried to be as nice as they could to me, but they didn't want me dating him anymore. Mm. So later on, I figured it out because he was just too dark. And, um, at that know, time,
0: yeah. At that at time. That we're, time were still segregated at that time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, still segregation. Yeah, pretty
1: much. Yeah. You know, uh, Mom and Dad. Always had this black man named Willie. Mm-hmm. He did everything and anything for my dad, and mom. You know, he did everything Helt in the house, house and... whatever. And uh, it ended up when I wasn't at home and married already, but they they had him like they had him take them in their car. Take them to the airport when they were going to fly somewhere, and then he'd bring the car back home. Mm-hmm. Watch you know, the house so, and hang
0: out.
1: And- yeah, but Willie was a wonderful guy, and of course, Mom had um, housekeepers come in. She was mm-hmm. a teacher. Daddy owned the car dealership. She didn't have time, so she had uh, she had the um, uh, the ladies come in and clean her house every week. And when they couldn't come, it's like, guess who got to clean the house? Was it you? Voila. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So Here all from that, the chores. Right. So all that talk about, well,
0: I don't remember ever doing any type of chores. Yeah, but then grandma taught us how to do the chores. I remember grandma's giving us lessons on this is how you properly clean a table with a washcloth. Making uh, the, I yeah. just remember making the mm-hmm. bed. I remember. So, so once they had that chat with you about like, hey, let's maybe not pursue this. That's
1: when I had to figure out <laughs> what you were going to get do out to see him, yeah. And I and I don't recommend this to anybody, but I did open my window and crawl out my window. Ooh, buddy. And then I'd sneak in the back door at night. So, um but I mean, that's the only way I got to see him, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, and um anyhow, uh I got through high school., hey, I had one of this big girl uh I found out she was trying to date my my husband to be He was just my boyfriend at the time. Did you whoop her?
0: Not taking Granny's, man. You're right, no.
1: And That's oh my Puerto yeah. Rican. <laughs> go get your own. I walked straight up to her, and I said, look, I said, you knock it off. You want to go to that park or not across the street? I said, we'll, we'll see who's what's what. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, you meet me after school. <laughs> well, she never met me after school.
0: Oh, okay. I love this so much. I love this so much. This is so great. Yeah. Feisty, so- rambunctious. Like, now you know why we are the way that we are, though.
1: Strong women raise strong women. Amen. And I'm telling you, well, one of my best friends, uh, John Oakley, lived down the corner. Like we used to say when we were young kids, we all played together. Yeah. Um, Gail Mitchell, Cheryl Lyons. um, She's name dropping now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Mary Jane Purtis, the Purtis grocery stores on uh, Heron Street used to be, and that and which I see her now and then. I have her number and shame on me. I should be calling her and Cheryl both. But John Oakley, we've always we grew up together, we've always, and Mitchell, I called her Mitch. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyhow, she lives in Washington state now. Uh, we all hung out together mm-hmm. all the time. And um so John I introduced him to his wife, which, you know, they you know, so we used to date. So that's how I got out to see my girlfriend my husband. <laughs> so wait, you
0: told your parents that you were going over to your girlfriend's house?
1: Most of the time, yeah. And then when John and uh, Janice, which is his wife, mm-hmm. uh, I introduced him to her and they started dating. So I got to double date with them with Salvador. Oh. Wow. So we had a good time, but yeah, we did. happened to go park one time. Uh oh. Well, we went to pull out and got stuck. Oh, no. My car. I think Janice, I don't know if we met, whatever we did, because they thought I was picking up Janice. I I don't remember if it was John's car his dad's car, but I know I was in my car, my dad's car. And you were in trouble. Stuck. <laughs> so... John was in field and track and he said when he lit out to go run to get somebody to come pull us out, he said Salvador kept right up with him. He told Janice, he said, wow, he kept right up with
0: me. (laughs) He's a good runner.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He must have been used to running.
0: (laughs) No, not really.
1: And... uh, uh, so anyhow it ended up and well I we dated for 2 years and um uh up... the whole time you were dating him your
0: parents didn't find out
1: Oh yeah they watched me like a hawk but okay I, and I get in trouble once in a while but um
0: but they weren't going to stop your
1: love no, they Can't didn't. Can't stop love. And, no. <laughs> but it was okay because um, I had Janice and John. hmm And so that was great. So that's where it went from there. And I graduated from high school. hmm And we got married in August. Uh, I left home. hmm I left home. We had found an apartment. And uh, we... Lived together for two weeks, and we went to our friends, and we finally got a marriage license. He kept going down and trying to get a marriage license and everything, you know. Well, we finally got it, Mm -hmm. and we went to our friend's house, uh, just a block away, another Puerto Rican, (laughs) and uh, we stood in the middle of their arch, and this is so funny because he, he was talking and and you know. The preacher and he asked Salvador, Do you take this woman to be your wife? And he said, Yep. Yep. <laughs> he yep. never said yes. <laughs> he said, Yep. <laughs> I, 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 that blew my mind. So, you know, we never had a honeymoon. Mm. We never had a honeymoon. We just went back home and I cooked dinner. Mm. I think it was goulash. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So we had goulash for our wedding dinner. Wedding supper. Wedding supper. Was goulash. Yep. Wow. And And we kind of know what happened after that. (laughs) Yeah, then what then you just made a bunch of babies.
1: What? Oh (laughs) Cindy was already in the oven. Oh man. Oh. But uh yeah, we the apartment we had consisted of one big live, uh, one bedroom, bed here, bed at one side and a couch the other side. Mm-hmm. And we had, <laughs> to me, the door wasn't any wider than that. I was a pretty big girl. But anyhow, I just barely made it in that door. That's how tiny that bathroom was mm-hmm. and the shower, yeah. you know.
0: You got and that big old belly.
1: Huge. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, five months (laughs) with the baby. Uh, But uh, anyhow, um, the kitchen was huge, so you know I had to take the clothes, go out the door, and go down the steps and do the laundry and hang it all up. Oh dear, oh my, yeah. And then I ironed everything because my mother had me iron her underwear. Oh, I ironed it all, socks, everything. (laughs) I learned I didn't have to do that. And that was a long time, yeah. but every time Salvador would get up in the morning uh, to go to work and when he left I'd cry and I'd cry and I'd cry. And um, the landlady could hear me through the wall crying. <laughs> she told me she was a massive lady, but nice. And she told me one dear, There! She said, He has to go to work to get money. You shouldn't have to cry. Yeah. And all that. So
0: You just loved him so much you missed him when he left for work?
1: Oh I did.
0: Oh, that's the sweetest part. Oh, thing I've I ever did. Said that is and I'd
1: stand at the window and watch about five o'clock. And when he didn't come in and didn't come in or I'd hear an ambulance would scare me to death. I keep thinking, Oh my, you know, yeah. Oh yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. So I do the same thing to Ryan though. Like he'll be he'll be in the other room handling business and I'm like, I miss you, what are you doing? He's like, I'm handling business. I've been in here for like five minutes and I'm like, But I miss you, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, I do not do that, but Yeah, you're well. like, Did I, I, I do see do love Dave, Dave today? <laughs> Did I see him? I love him. Where is he? What happened? Yeah, all right. So so now let's fast forward a little bit. Um how what was the dynamic like? So you guys had six six children. So how did you handle six children? And then plus like you have six children, but then they're friends and the neighborhood and like I know you love to cook. And I remember um, when we were younger, my uh, one memory I had, like, we were always in the kitchen, right? Always. The big giant kitchen. Yes. And I have this like clear as day memory of you having a giant black garbage bag that you made taco salad in. So you made food for armies, like giant pots of mac and cheese Pardis. and beans and yeah. rice.
1: already and-, and that.
0: Yeah. yeah. So yeah. tell us about like, how'd you handle all of that?
1: I had a kid, you mean? <laughs> yeah,
0: like life with all the, all yeah. the people. Because well, that's a lot know, going on without yeah. a
1: Google calendar. I will say that
0: right now. Right, and you were organized and put together your and always had always your makeup clean. on. Yeah, how'd you do it?
1: Well, I had trick? to look good for my husband. <laughs> I, You know, I was a big woman, and I never felt attractive at all. And, of course, I wanted my hair combed and always in place. And, you know, just a, I couldn't afford makeup much, but maybe a little lipstick or something. But anyhow, um, no, I've had people throughout my life say, how can you handle all those kids? And, you know, and I just look at him and I said, well, honey, if you got six kids, you got six kids, you love them and and take care of them that's all there is to what you can do otherwise <laughs> and, you just uh, do yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> those boys <laughs> <laughs> three boys and three girls and god love them yep and i was such a sucker i'd ground one oh i'd say for i don't know how many days it didn't take me long. I couldn't stand it. I let them off their ground, you know. But the boys would come in. They'd come in from school, and here they had these snakes in the spring. Oh, Lord. Baby snakes. So I thought, well, I'm just going to go ahead, get it done. I, I wasn't afraid of snakes, only if they startled me. Wait a minute. So
0: they brought the snakes into the house. Yep. Oh, that's oh the home. kids would have to go out of the house. I can't have snakes in my house. No, no. no. Well, you that's snakes, what I hi. was
1: trying to do. Mama, look what we got. Well, he- hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, let me go over there. So I picked up those baby snakes and I let them crawl in around my fingers and that. And after a minute or so, I said, okay, now let's take them back outside and let them loose. Oh my, that's how I have yeah, to do you're with. So Kaya. brave,
0: yeah. We have to do that with Kyla, but you have to let them have those moments. Like when your kid brings you something, whether you are pleased to see it or not, unless it's something super naughty, you know you you have to go like, oh, that is so amazing,
1: and just like let them have that moment before you're was, like, all right, get it out of my house now. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't want them to think I was afraid of them, you mm-hmm. know, and that so. If it had been a big one like that, I don't know what I'd have done. I said, "Well, you know, garter snakes—I never was afraid of, but I just didn't want to ever be startled
0: mm-hmm. by yes. a snake. No, hard. I want on to it. see it
1: first before it sees me."
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what do you think? Um, we have a lot of moms that listen to the show. What are some things that motherhood taught you? Oh, that's a good one.
1: Oh, my dance. Um, it was hard to have patience, Amen. which you have to do. Uh, they got their paddlings. They did get their paddlings. But um, I don't know. You just got to love them. And I would suggest to sit down and talk with them and show them how much you love them because sometimes, see, I was never raised around little kids, Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: I had all of them. When I found out what cost it, I had no more kids. (laughs) (laughs) Told the doctor, and he asked me before then. I said, "Okay," (laughs) but uh, I just, I didn't. uh, I want to say my my daddy loved me beyond all means. My mother loved me too so much. But I just never got the, from my mother, um, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like but nurturing, yeah. I. You need to sit down with your kids and, and uh, individually, mm-hmm. you know, call them over, tell them how much you love them and you're proud of them. As bad as they can be, (laughs) you gotta do that, you know, and and try to explain them. You can't do this instead of losing control and whipping them or anything like that. That's what I learned a whole lot in life. Um, I never had that many problems with the girls, you know. Yeah. Uh, And uh, except one.
0: The, there's always you got to be there for the one. Okay? <laughs> we constantly say that.
1: Oh yes, and she had to be in the middle of the boys. We lived next to this little grocery store before we moved out to Waterford, <laughs> and she they had problems that come in there. And uh, you know, my kids were at the grocery store all the time wanting something. I had a. Um, I'd pay him. Uh, I'd charge and I'd pay them at the end of the week if I needed to come short on something. So, and I mean it was a little store, these little neighborhood ones. And one day, the the owner told me. He said, "Oh my gosh, these kids have to stay out of the store." <laughs> he said, "The guy come in and they weren't going to pay. We were stealing. Oh, and that." And he said, I had my gun there but I couldn't pull it out because there's Cheryl right in the middle of everything and the boys, you know, at the counter and looking and watching. He said, I couldn't do it, you know. Mm. But it all ended up okay. Uh, but he said, could you get her not to come to the store so often? Yeah. And she'd follow the boys over there. Whatever the boys did, that was okay. You yeah, know. Well, I wonder where she got it from. Now we're hearing all these stories of you being a rebel. Mm. Oh, yeah. I don't think I let them know that at that time.
0: <laughs> She's like, these are secrets I am just revealing just now. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Exclusive.
0: Exclusive yeah. Yeah. interview. Oh. So I, uh, one of our questions um, were w- – when did you really start to go to church a lot? Because that was a big part of us growing up, was always coming to grandma's. You stay the night on Saturday, yep. ride on the, the church, church bus. bus to Waterford Cathedral, <laughs> run around the track at least 12 times. Church all you. day long until you fall asleep in the night church. Yeah. You know, yeah. I always have this memory of being in the, the front row of the back of the church at night with you oh, the bag, yeah. and they you would close your eyes to pray. And when you open them, the pastor was at the back to shake your hand. And I thought that he magically, while we were praying, disappeared from the front and reappeared instead of just in the back the instead back. of walking because I was little, right? So I thought it was like God magic that like, all right, we're going to pray and the pastor gets to disappear from up here and reappear oh, back here. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that he can shake your hand. That's what Jesus wanted. Right. So so did we seek Jesus because the kids were driving us crazy or? <laughs> Lord Jesus, I don't know what else to do. I what just happened?
1: Meet. What happened is one I like to go to florida my son jay mm-hmm. oldest son jay lived down there and uh um, oh, wait a minute that's your dad my dad <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah, kind of your daddy of lived down there at a lawn <laughs> company and and your mom and, of course your mom yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh i we went down there i think one one easter your aunt cindy that's my oldest mm-hmm. uh uh, anyhow, she and I went down, and she had Lena, Lena was seven at the time, so we went down for Easter, uh-huh. and, um, uh, you kids were little, I get, you know, you, you were always the sweet pea, daddy took you everywhere, uh, If he had to go on the airplane for a trip or something, you were by everywhere he went, you went. He took you with him. Mm -hmm. So, But anyhow, we got down there. That's kind of when I met Alana Mm -hmm. and Jacob. This is a trip. (laughs) (laughs) Alana, she had to go to bed at night. And they had to put a bungee cord on the door to keep her in. And you could, just a little itty bitty thing. And you could see that door just, it was stretching and you could see her trying to get out, you know. She
0: was wild. She got kicked out of preschool, out of preschool.
1: And while I've, I have a few other grandchildren,
0: <laughs> <laughs> great grandchildren,
1: uh, she looked at you, Kylie. I don't know, <laughs> it skipped me, hit my kids. <laughs> <laughs> but in, anyhow, uh, it was a grand time down there, but um, your dad had, I mean, he was just uh. What is it the word I want just so full of the Lord mm-hmm. and we just he was bad boy, <laughs> he was the baddest one I had. <laughs> and but for him, you know, and he come in and he started testifying and and that to us <laughs> my my gosh, Cindy looked at me, and I looked at her and and it's like that feeling that says, I want some of that. You know, the heart was there, but I never gave in to it. Mm. It was knocking. The Lord was saying, come on, girl. He said, Jesus saved him. He can save you too. (laughs) Yeah, hello. So um, Cindy and I both looked at each other. (laughs) And so we went to the Maranatha Church with him. It was the next day. And we went up to the altar we got saved and that night we went back to be baptized
0: oh that day
1: wow. this was Easter and so um, we got baptized and of course, when you come up, you're bawling like a baby. You yes. know, I mean, that Holy Spirit got into you. Wham! Once you gave your heart, your soul to the Lord Jesus, wham, does he put that into you? And yes. oh my, you just have to get the strength and to carry on yeah. and to keep it there. But anyhow, bawled like a baby and Cindy cried and poor Lena, seven years old, he just standing there, you know. So on the way home, um, Lena said to uh, Cindy, she said, Mom, she said, will this wash off? Aww. <laughs> you know. And of course, we tore his house sweet, And uh, while... Uh, I was down there. Um <laughs> I don't think your Uncle Jeff was down there yet. But when he it wasn't that long afterwards, he said, um uh he I was down there. I don't know if Aunt Gracie was there or not. That's my <laughs> I call my lifetime friend. Mm-hmm. And y'all call her Aunt you know, the kids called her Aunt, Aunt Grace. Grace. Yeah. Anyhow, she and I went to Florida, and um, we just, uh, we had a wonderful time together, you know, and um, you kids were getting a little older, and not there, but uh, I don't recall what all we did there with your daddy. You know, and you you all, but um, we'd, uh, little Jacob, little Jacob, he'd see you and Alana fussing. Carrying on, you trying to get her to behave. Uh, that wasn't her middle name, should have been Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and you too, you try to get her to do because, I mean, at that time, when this was going on, I picked you up every other weekend. When I got a payday, I drove school bus, and that was for 18 years, and then the warehouse was three years uh, for the Pontiac School District. But every payday, I'd want to go pick you kids up. Because other than that, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't get to see you. Mm-hmm. And, um, like I said, you were fussing and trying to get him to get ready and get the room cleaned up and everything. Sounds about but right. I'm
0: and, a mini mom, uh-huh, <laughs> just the <and> third parent.
1: <laughs> precious little Jacob would just sit there with those sweet, that sweet face of his, and he just sit there and watch you girls. <laughs> Never said a word, and just watch every time he did that just watched you girls and I think that's where he got so much of his gent he's so gentle yeah loving and he's kind I hear he's he's grown up but I haven't seen the head of the house (laughs) you know you know he's definitely the head of the house now but anyhow um that's basically all it is when I bring you kids home. And that's when you went to church. I drove the church van the and picked up kids and, yeah. and everything. And actually, I tell everybody, I really thought my Trisha was going to be a missionary. I always said, this, my little missionary girl.
0: I mean, she is in some aspects. Yeah, for sure. sure. That's why you guys got me on this podcast, so so I can spread the word. I know,
1: (laughs) but when she took off and went to college, that's what I thought she was going to turn out to be. Well, now Mm -hmm. she decided, and she ended up going into real estate like the elite. (laughs) And uh, um, so you know but she's done so good and i'm so proud of my girls both of you you're doing so good grandmas always loved their grandchildren i don't care how bad you get you still i don't want this bad and i love him to death Mm -hmm. you know so it's one of those things grandmas do Mm. and they're so proud of their grandchildren
0: well, we are so grateful for you and all you've taught us and you've raised us so well. All of my favorite memories from my childhood are we're with, at you. Your house and with you. Every single one. Um and you were always so good about making sure like that we were at church camps like all the fun experience I had like I remember going to the church camp and having shaving cream fights and sledding (laughs) and like so many cool things and those were all things that you set up for us through the church and the youth group and it just speaks volumes to the impact that um one person can have on your life because you are an amazing grandma so that shaped a lot of our lives
1: Uh um and And your grandpa started going to church right after i did i came home at easter after being and we started church there at waterford cathedral Mm -hmm. and we're there for years and uh but grandpa was right with me yes and he worked and worked with that church he him and the preacher get up on that dome, and, and I mean, he just he just worked himself to death. When we did move to Florida to Naples, mm-hmm. he did the same thing at that church. Work, 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 work. I'd be working. I I worked it on the beach for a oh, big yeah. hotel. Oh yeah, I remember going to that beach. Regency. Yes. 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 Like, yeah, yeah, she yes. worked the grill. We got all the food yes oh, fancy I, I worked there. the countertop on mm-hmm. all the fr- in the front and I had easy that guy from uh, Jamaica or wherever um, he was from was
0: was that your favorite job that you've had over all the years oh yeah what's your favorite job because you've done a lot of different things
1: oh girls um, I love my job I worked 18 years as a school bus driver but when I got done, I mean, I loved it. I loved my kids and had a good rapport with them. Mm-hmm. I got whooped one time, tried to whoop me, uh, but that didn't happen. That was high school kids. and you But teenagers. <clears throat> oh yeah. And, uh, but I stood my ground, you know. So, but um, when I got, we were going to move to Florida, when I retired from the school, the uh the warehouse because I had transferred for the last three years, I said, it's time. And when I got out of the bus buses, I said it's time for somebody else to enjoy <laughs> these kids. <laughs> you know, and uh, we went. That's when we went to Florida. Mm. And we were there for 20-some years before we came back. And it it just, you know, and I said, let's go back. All my family was up here except for my daughter, Cheryl, and uh, Bradley. Uncle Uncle Bradley, which is still there. You couldn't get him out of Florida for nothing. He's cold at 60 degrees. Yeah, I know. I tried to, the last time he
0: was here, I was like, so when are you guys moving up, all your whole families? He's like, no. Mm-mm, no, no. All right, let's ask Grandma the fun questions. We have three questions to wrap up with really quick, and okay. they're fast ones. So if you could go back and tell 15-year-old you one thing, what would it be? That's a good one.
1: 15-year-old. Finish school. Finish school. That's oh, a heavens, one. yes. I, I, I always told them growing up, please finish school. Graduate you got that under your belt because at that time, if you had a, 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 a high school high you? school diploma that behind you, you know you could get a job. Yeah, you could get a job. Uh, nowadays it's like better if you have a college for a couple of years, mm-hmm. but um, I would tell them that. And, um, oh, I really can't think of any, uh, fifth, that's a, fifth, uh, that's my thought. Okay. I like you it. Know.
0: That's a good one. If you could be any animal. That's my question. Which one would you Shh. choose? If you could be any animal, what would you be?
1: Oh. <laughs> I, I love animals so much. I, oh, I love horses. Um. Uh, and I love dogs. But I can't have animals anymore since I live with my daughter and and my cat's gone. But right at the present time, uh, I really would love to be able to have go to the pound and go look at the cats and get a short-haired black cat. Because that was the love of my life that I found down in Florida. Came to me, had kittens, brought them to the house during a hurricane. and uh, But I just still can remember her jumping up on my bed at night, coming up behind my back and just go, boom, right against my back. Just laying down for a snuggle. Yep. And she would sit on my lap any time I was in my rocking chair. She was right there on my lap with her paws up on the side of the... I just... That cat cat was just all mine. I dear. I love that. (laughs)
0: Yep. Well, thank you so much for everything, Grandma. This has been absolutely amazing, and we're so grateful for all the wonderful stories you shared today. This was awesome. This was so much, very fun. enlightening. We're gonna have you back again. Oh, so be ready yes. because this was awesome, and I want to hear more There's stories. There's so much more to unpack. We didn't even. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. We're so glad that you come back every week for fresh episodes. We post new episodes every Thursday, literally everywhere. But um, if you can go to YouTube uh, and search our handle Elite Life Podcast, hit that subscribe button, listen, like, and share the show. We just want to reach more people, connect with more people, because we live in such a crazy place. I feel like we could solve the world's problems if everybody would just come together and connect. Yeah. kind.
1: Amen. Praise the Lord. (laughs) See you next week. Bye.
0: We thank you so much for joining us today on The Elite Live with Trish and Kylie. Be sure to share the episode with a friend so we can continue bringing you more great tips on grit, grace, and real estate. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook. We hope the ideas we share continue to help you build an empire and leave a legacy.